Welcome, kindred spirits. This is Honestly Juliet on a field trip. Oh, field trip. I'm on a field trip to see Roadside Shaman in Fallbrook, California. We're all in the universal field, but she's in my field. Our fields are overlapping. When worlds collide. Oh, yeah, 1101. We started it right at 11 o'clock. You are a genius. We're You're portal so poppers. Good. Portal popping again. Today <laughs> is Friday, November... 16th. 16th. Numbers. Yeah. 2018. And I thought we'd talk about apples, but I like this better. Spontaneous ceremony started happening as I walked through the door, and I found roadside shaman, my shaman, Hannah, (laughs) mixing bath amendments. And all I could think of was Bob Marley's Stir It Up. Oh, yeah. Morteros Moon, baby. Morteros Moon. We're coming to the end of Morteros Moon. Yep. You can hear that. Uh, you're doing nices for the ASMR peeps. You got it. They get their little neck tingles. Mm. Goose bumpies. What smells am I smelling? All right. So this is the remnant from... Uh, two seasons ago, bath salts, because I had mixed up some other batches in the indoors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it, it was a pretty intense uh, drawing in kind of bath. It, like it, it, it really went deep into the tissues and pulled a lot of stuff out. Beautiful. And in, so in this most recent season, mm. both myself and Truman, Dave, all of us, I felt like we needed more nourishment. Sure. And so this like pulling action really wasn't what we needed. And so I just set the remnant aside because I knew I would eventually transmute the remnant, add it into another fresh batch to mm-hmm. balance the um, the chemistry of it a bit. Right. But uh, yeah, so that's basically what it is. It's the remnants of my old silt bath that was mostly charcoal, bentonite clay, baking soda, um, Epsom salts. Right. This is the gray color. Yeah, that's sure. why it's gray. And then now, there's what's chunks the golden that are like, color? The golden color is some dried rose petals. Oh my There's God. also some red. That's also there's different colors of dried rose petals from my mother's garden. Mm-hmm. So these have been drying since. Um, so you're telling uh, me two or three little, moons ago, maybe. Two you or got three the moons stuff ago. that saved Harry Potter in there. Your mother's love. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I have good um, spell work, my friend. Lots of transmutation. This is basically, this is Cintolo medicine, you know, river bottom, silt medicine. I'm hearing as above, so below. You have silt medicine and roses. God, when you aerate it like that, it it just, ooh, it fills the senses. Yeah. You're getting that, right? Mm. I long for the day when we have smell-o-vision. <laughs> that was, that I mean, was all my hashtag this syn- morning, smell-o-vision. Our, well, because I think synesthetes yeah. do get that. Yeah, we do. Like, we look at the posts that people put up and their colors and stuff, and I swear I feel I feel the olfactory neurons firing many times. Oh, like, yeah. it's there. It's when the art is good and it's true and it's from the it heart. Tastes. You can taste it. Right? Yep. Have in you ever tasted a drum beat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I taste all my drum beats, in the back of my throat. <laughs> oh, drummer boy. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, we got the rhythm. We got the music. We got the beat. I got my gal who could ask for anything more. Aw, I love you, Roadside Shaman. I love you, sweetheart. My Juliet. Juliet. <laughs> is that a gnome on your shirt? I don't know. Oh, this is just it's my it night shirt. It's Christmas. It's off season. It says, no. what is it? Gnome. gnome for the holidays. Yeah, my mom got me this, I think. Most of my ridiculous nightwear comes from my mother. I still have a shirt from when I was like 300 and yeah. something pounds pregnant. She had gotten it for me on a road trip up in some like mountain town somewhere. Yeah. And it's just like a giant picture of a grizzly bear in a bathrobe with like bunny slippers on or bear slippers or something. It's like sort of like a bear wearing animals wearing animals always cracks me up. Yeah. Like that's just the funniest thing in the universe. Because they won't. Is it like 
We're the only animal that wears yeah. animals. No, that's, that's so not true. What other animal wears an animal? They, they're they symbiotic. A lot of times they use their carcasses and remnants to disguise one another. Decorator crabs totally, like, pick up bits and bobs from other people. and like, Dude, push up. Yeah. What, what are those crabs called? The little ones that the decorator kids... Decorator crabs. The kids oh, wanted hermit us... crabs, yeah. Hermit crab. crabs. Yeah, hermit crabs do it, too. All right. So, anyways, so I've learned this something night new. shirt just says barely awake. And I've had it since I was, like, 300 pounds. And I still wear it, even though it's, like, ridiculously ginormous. But it's so comfortable. It's It's great for when I'm doing ceremony. It's great for when I'm doing ritual baths. It's great for when I'm coming out of any sort of bathing situation. Because I change my shirt five times after I get the tub because it's just sweat-tastic. Because you're in treatment. Well, it just, that's just, we Smiths are sweaty people. It's a mantra. Yes, we are. We We Smiths are sweaty people. Yes, this is true. If you're lucky. If yeah. you're lucky, you can sweat. Woe was the person who did not sweat. <laughs> yes, it's very purgative, very cleansing, helps support your kidneys and all of your oh, other yeah. systems, like preserves your integumentary system. So, so this this mixture will support that. Oh, for sure, yeah. Most That's deaf. beautiful. I'm just trying to decide. Beautiful work. I don't want to bring this whole big box in. I need to go and get another bowl to transfer it because I don't want to bring the whole All right. The I'll follow you since we're in ceremony. Yes. You're my favorite. You're my favorite. That's why I'm here. What's boiling on the stove? That's my simmer, my simmer spell. I did um, a simmer spell. Can you explain a simmer spell to me? It's like homemade Febreze. Oh, it smells really good. I put my face up. It's a little hot. It's that thing. It's a little steamy. Well, yeah, it's boiling. It's boiling. So down like three. Word to the word to your mother. Do not to your breathe in the steam that close to your well, nose. Well, yeah. So it's like the version of yeah. like a diffuser, mm-hmm. how you'd have essential oils going. But yeah. this is the low-tech, you know, ancestral version of that. What it's flavors are in there? Pot of water. Um, there's um, juniper branches and rosemary branches from my oh. garden. Something from a ceremonial smudge, same plant. Um, some seeds and... and uh, um, what I would consider culinary herbs and spices, mm-hmm. but I resonate with them very strongly as intuitive medicine. It smells so, earthy, like I'm walking through. Yeah, I'm, I saw I'm walking on a trail. Pomander from last uh, two solstices ago. What's a pomander? Uh, orange with cloves pushed into it. You know oh, the kind that you make I at Christmas time. I saw one outside. That's all dried up. up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I haven't done one this of since those, I was a kid. Right. So, one of those I put into there and it rehydrates and mm-hmm. then it becomes a very strong fragrance. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, you so can we see can, it in there. We can, we can resurrect those. Yeah. They, that they we can, put on the is, Christmas tree. That's so funny. Of course, you said resurrection. This was a, cast as a resurrection of care spell. Right. Well, howdy do. Yeah. So, how did you know that? Because spirit told you. Psychic I guess. much, I so, guess. Yeah. yeah the so, pork. there it is right there. You can, If you want to take a picture of it, what it looks like rehydrated. Oh, surely. Wow. So we'll take a picture maybe it's a, after. It's an inky um, sepia. Yeah. The, it looks like a very dark tea at this point because it's been steeping for a couple of days. It smells but, um, like. Oh, Christmas at Pier 1? I was going to say Boxing Day when you're taking out all the trash to the curb. Yeah, after sure, After the sure. holidays. It's like yeah. all the, the spent The spent all the holidays. Yeah. yeah. So the it's spent. resurrection, which means it was dead and now it's back. Yeah. So that's what this is. There's all spice in here, cinnamon. Um, I just refreshed it. In other words, what I added today when, mm-hmm. I, when I started it um, this morning, when I started heating it again this morning, I added in caraway, fennel, and um, uh, what else? There was a dry. Oh, Gordolobo. Mulian. Mulian. Oh, yeah. Because respiratory. Everybody's that, feeling yeah, sort of with the smoked. Santa Anna's and we're you trying to. You fill that into your joints. Yeah, yeah. And, it, the, and it's healthy. The mulian is. I just shared a, a post about that. Respiratory yeah. support that can be used in a lot of forms mm-hmm. tincture, tea. Um, it makes a good ear oil. If yeah. you do an oil infusion with the flowers, it's like with its golden... For the ear oil. infections? Mm-hmm. For ear pain, jaw what pain. What about sinus infections? Yeah, that too. Right. Okay. So anything for sinuses. Oh. I was going to say, I heard Mike was... Uh, Mark, Mark, Mark. I heard Mark. that too on Mark's podcast. Mark, Mark was He's talking got about a little and This is what I was going to say. Intuitively, what I got for him was cardamom pods because I, sure. I had the same problem on my side. Of my jaw, I had a couple of teeth that were problematic there for a while. Mm-hmm. Sucking on cardamom pods, oil pulling, um, brushing with uh, bentonite clay or oil, or 
coconut oil, basically getting away from the standard um, tooth care products because they all have glycerin in right. them. And that's like putting Teflon on your teeth, which means they can't remineralize. Oh. So yeah. if you're going to, this is general advice for tooth care for everyone, not just Mark, I'm not picking on you, Mark. I'm telling everyone, like, look Drop at the your toothpaste, toothpaste yeah. look at it, and if it has either fluoride or glycerin, Say bye-bye. Say bye-bye, yeah. Get something that doesn't have either of those two ingredients. Um, you'll be radically more happy with the wellness of your mouth. Your oral health will radically improve. Right, right. And look into oil pulling. I would. That's oh, yeah. an Ayur, Ayurvedic practice that is incredible. So I would say yeah. slap a little can of butter on that, Mark. Right. Oh, that too. That's, that's pretty little, much all I say to a everything. A can of butter lozenge in your in your ear and in your jaw and up your nose yeah. like I shove it up into yeah. every orifice it's like I have a son whose wisdom teeth are coming through and oh, it's that time isn't it it is you forget you think they're all done and grown and then like the universe goes here grow some more yeah. and, they, and they come in all lumpy headed going oh, oh wow I got all mine pulled all at once it was uh, it was intense well he has the good for John has the good fortune of having it come straight through. So okay. although that does hurt, it does hurt to have a well, bone. You're teething, teething sucks. Well, no and matter how tall you are. And his best friend has a one-year-old who is also teething. Oh, so teething poor solidarity. And and that means she's she's of the age where she too may soon be teething. Oh shit! I forgot about her. The mom also is going to be getting the wisdom tooth They're thing. all, I'm surrounded Young by parents. the teethers. Here, smell this and tell me why that will kill him. You intuitive you. Oh. Tell me why that will heal him. Has astringent properties. No shit, right? Right, you can smell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a good tea bag. Yeah. yeah. Put, the, put, put it. Where do you want me to put it? No, I just in because that's how in I my do. mouth. Yeah, Thank you, you just like it's like a mint or gum. It's it's same same. But you know what? I find a vendor you. who is a well-known chef in the highest circles in India. Mm. Oh, Devinder! Flower field in your mouth. Devinder introduced us. Suck on a cardamom pod, even if you don't have teeth problems, just because it's awesome and tastes delicious. It's like a dream date with an orange. Why is there orange there? I don't know. You're right. Are you chewing it? Uh, fuck yeah. I'm oh, you're it. chewing it. Watch out. You're going to get the little spinny I'm in there. It's like pumpkin seed texture. Right, you're, you're but if you have you're, enough saliva. That is communion. Wow. You, you are, don't chew it? You're communing with Well, let me tell you why I chew it. Yes, because my chef friend, Devinder, mm-hmm. gave it to me as a palate cleanser, a breath freshener, mm-hmm. after a good Indian meal. It was the first time I was ever exposed to Indian food, and it was in the early 90s. There you go. See? You know what's up. And he said, chew on these seeds that you find at the entrance of any Indian restaurant, and this is why. That's so bad. Because it helps you. It's a digestive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's healthy for your teeth. It's very soothing. It's so soothing. And I feel like it's hydrophilic somehow. Mm, I can feel that. Like, I can feel that. It doesn't make you have like, like, like a... Even though it's astringent, you don't get dry mouth with it. It keeps your mouth moist. Right. Hmm. Like the whole put a pebble in the mouth when you're hiking in the desert thing, I guess. Yeah. Makes you wonder what the what the profile is of the cardamom. We can look that up later. C A R D A M O M or N? M. Mom, 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 Cardamom. C A R D. Cardamom. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to take this outside for a little spit. Yeah, I told, it's a little you, bit. I told you you were going to have a moment. Well, <laughs> it's like when your bubble gum turns left and you want to turn right. <laughs> All right. Nothing wrong with a girl spitting. That's not ladylike. Oh, but Transmute it's... Transmute it. Transmute it. You know what it is like? It's you know human-like. If I you're human with a mouth hole, you get up. to spit. It is your choice. Yes. Is it more ladylike if I call it expectoration? Oh, forget it. Or spittle? Spittle? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think it gets any better. It's okay if you hawk a Louie. It's <laughs> fine. Louie. <laughs> oh, Louie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Or you toss a cardamom seed across Roadside Shaman's backyard. Mm. You're a great host to allow for the expectoration of your guests. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so what's happening now in ceremony? I see you I on... kind of happening. You're on a you rainbow. Because it's hard for me to make the English one. In sure, I'll be your Howard Cosell. <laughs> Coming to you live from Roadside Shaman's living room where there is a coat of many colors draped across the floor. No, it's a it's a it's a large towel blanket. It's a nice label for this. It looks honestly It's it, actually a broken hammock. It has a hammock. Is that what this yeah, is? See how there's that has the strip straps? I surely do. It needs new straps on this side. Well, no so. wonder I went cape with that. No capes. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, I'm like I'm like a five feet you should never wear capes when you're this short <laughs> this is the closest thing i have to apples for your altar my dear is my apples from the underworld which are pomegranates desiccated pomegranates perfect they're so dry it's great for this time of year it's the spending of the harvest the remnant from the tree even the birds didn't eat these ones well and that's the thing we really don't know which fruit was the representation of an apple in the bible do we We'd like to. Well, does it matter? Fruit is fruit. Although, if somebody's throwing it at you, you want to know. <laughs> As I kick the... the <laughs> she shelter. kicks the pomegranate across the room. Yeah. Accidentally. Accidentally. So that looks like rock salt? Yeah, it's a pink Himalayan rock salt slab. It's a culinary slab. I got secondhand at a thrift store, but I have transmuted it and repurposed it into ceremonial use. And in the bowl, I see you it's blending. Blend of different salts um, and sodas. It's like white salt, like sea salt, kitchen salt, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I think the specific brand, if you're curious, is Hain, H-A-I-N. Yes. They have pink salt, um, again, kitchen grade. From, uh, where did I get that from? Oh, uh, Grocery Outlet. I was just going to say Grocery Outlet. Yeah, you grocery stole outlet. it right from my mouth. Yes, I did. I got it from Grocery Outlet. So it was yep. super cheap on sale, my favorite. Yep. Um, here, you can taste some. There's a little unadulterated commune. Unadulterated um, salt. And uh, so baking soda. Well, that's a nice chaser after the cardamom. hammer, yellow box, you know. Yep. Um. So white salt, pink salt, baking soda, that's what's in that bowl. And so I'm going to blend that with the herbs, with the f dried flowers. And I have a series of different grinding surfaces. And mm -hmm. I think what's going to happen is I'm just going to sit down here. Sure. And I hope that you'll maybe join me and maybe I'll have you grind the things that don't have a whole lot of pigment and color. And I'll grind the stuff that's dirty and messy. That sounds great. Because I'm wearing great. black and you're wearing white. Hey, yoga! That's what was happening. So like, you can grind up the white salt and rose petals. Sure. And I'll grind up the dirty part. How about this? Like masculine I will... and feminine. Masculine and feminine. That's, be that's a beautiful blending. Yeah. Beautiful blending. Would you like to switch this to video? Or should we keep the audio going audio and do an additional? Great. I think All right. the audio is great. And we'll we can do photos. Pictures. Yeah. yeah. We'll take pictures. Sounds we'll good. We'll get my phone. And you can take pictures with my phone. Ooh. a photographer than I am. And we can just here, set it right here so that it'll pick up the sound of the grinding. Put it right okay. there um, on the carpet. There you go. That'll pick up everything. And then I'll just open this for the... Into that. Thank boy, and we then, have great technology. And I just in preparation, because hi, this whole thing is about preparation. This yeah. moon is about preparation, this season is about preparation, this time in our life is all about preparation. And before you even told me you were coming over, mm -hmm. like before you even called me and said, Hey, what's up? I was in the process of deleting large files and video tracks and audio tracks out of my phone, like trying to clean up make room for stuff because we could record I didn't know why I was just doing the preparation so it's like it's just to me it was a message that like whatever we're doing is preparing for right. what we don't even know and so what we're always doing is always appropriate because we don't even know what we need until we've already done it right so there camera beautiful thank you and I'm gonna 
why am I wearing this godforsaken outfit for oh, this Oh, you're procedure? perfect. You have a gnome on. What could be more perfect? A gnome? I don't know. You have a gnome in your shark socks and hairy legs. Oh, you're beautiful. You're a vision. You grow energy. You are a vision. Can I get you a cushion to sit on? Would that be comfy? Oh, I don't need a cushion. No? Mm -mm. You got your cushion already? Oh, you were just adjusting the lighting. I yeah. See, this is the thing. I never think to do that kind of you stuff. You give great hospitality, my friend. I give great hospitality, but it's somebody else's job to take the pictures. What was I get? Oh, I need the bigger bowl. That's what I need. Okay. Oh, and I need my bones. They were bones. Look, I have a feeling you would Oops. like this one. Sorry, pomegranate. That's okay. That's what they're there. They're there to remind us where the edge is so we don't okay. kick the carpet because I'd oh. rather kick a pomegranate than the carpet because if you kick a pomegranate, just the pomegranate goes flying. If you kick the carpet, the whole universe gets upended. You know? You don't know what <laughs> we can but see, find. Look, look. Why don't you come with me, little girl? On a, a magic, magic carpet, carpet ride. ride. Oh, St. Jude, you're a good dude. That's the good Jude. This this one. I bet you'll like this one. Oh, let me get a picture of your hands with that. That is. Won't you like that one? I do. Matate. This one is a china cap or a chinoise. A, a matate, huh? Yeah. Well, they call it different stuff. It's just a big metal strainer in a cone shape with a handle. And with then a stabby thing. And then there's a, it's for jam mostly. It does jams look like you could get seriously jammed with it that. It was my Grandma Mary's, and it's kind of like grandma degraded. Mary. Yes, my Grandma Mary. I, I was going to say, I found out that they have a Mary Hammerschmidt grandma. So they have a Mary, Grandma Mary, too. And I'm so like, Mark has a Grandma Mary, too? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, we all have a Grandma Mary, don't we? Somewhere in our line, like if we trace back far enough, we all got to have a Grandma Mary somewhere. Everybody's got a little Mary in them. Yeah. Rose line. Rose line, exactly. Everywhere. So anyways, the, the bottom's a little bit beat up, but... Um, That's what it was for. It looks like a cone, like, um, it looks like the top, like, so pieces to that game of sari. Yeah. And then the bottom is just, like, a cone. And so, like, it just has a nice, round, ergonomic handle. And the idea is that you can press down into this cone and really get the remnant of whatever liquid out. Oh, that's of fantastic. So it's great, like I said, for jam. Can you imagine pushing all of the... Yes. And like the goo would come out, but like the stems and seeds and shit would oh, stay. Oh, that's fantastic. It's very handy mechanically. Um, it's a very handy mechanical device. It surely, surely is. Sorry about the info dump, but hey, maybe that's, that's what podcasts are. We live in the age of the info dump. That's Isn't fun. it the Pen CV, right? Yeah. Wasn't that put this? Do you remember when he just put oh, his Oh, you know what this is in the bowl? What? This. This. You don't get to use this one. You get to use the nice, pretty glass one. I don't get to nice, use like, the nasty one? Why? Well, you can use it later if you want, but this is for that out there. This oh, because I've got the white shirt on. Yeah, I think we'll save this one for another time, but this one I need for that You're out there. You're so respectful of the white shirt where I'm like, bleach it. It's fine. Well, you know, I, I guess I'm trying to just... I'm honoring the energy of what's there. Yes. That's all. That's cool. I'm preserving the energy of what's there. And it's a white shirt. It's a white shirt. Yeah. So, yeah, we could dye it with turmeric and turn it into a golden shirt, but then we're transmuting it into something different than what it is, and we're not honoring it for what it is already. That's so profound. I never think of my clothes about honoring them for what they are. I always think about, well, it could be. It could be this. It could be that. But I it very rarely look at things for what they are and, and effort to keep that in restoration. Well. I know, you teach me different points of view. Is good and transmutation is good and change is nice, but honoring what is, is important too, so. Right. Well, right now I'm taking photos of peppercorns and rosemary with a cutting board. There's a Look at how big blade there and a very large metal bowl coming very through. Very large. Uh, Think of church picnic salads <laughs> about that big. Yeah, soup plantation mixing bowl. Yeah, soup plantation mixing bowl. My God, she's a culinary goddess over here. Not just a shaman. I think it's technically from Ikea. Really? I think so. Boy, what, what can't you get at Ikea? Exactly. All right, so... 
ceremony items can be found at Ikea. Or from your Grandma Mary, your kitchen, the grocery outlet, anywhere. It's really practical magic is about using with what you have. It's a very um, human thing to do. Being where you're at, using the supplies that you have to garner a desired result. If there anything more magical in life than that, it sounds like cooking dinner. Using That's about how basic using what you have is for ceremony is probably Oops. No, you're fine. You're exactly perfect. One of the smartest practices you can do and for those new to the ideas of magic in your life or ceremony of any kind I would say do you cook dinner for your family what's the holiday coming up <laughs> America do you participate in Thanksgiving oh god whose ceremony no, is that I don't anymore thank you no mm. well we're we've, we're transmuting we're transmuting I'm doing it again this year I got I committed to go to my mom's. I'm going. What does well? Okay, this is a great conversation for Sarah. What part of the Thanksgiving ceremony will you be honoring? Because you will be taking part. What stands out for you with your mom? I'm there to be supportive to her and what she wants to have for that day. Yes. I've spent a lot of time over the past several years being very intentional about honoring me and my family and what we need. Mm -hmm. And I have been, well, I've just been, yeah, that's the best word for it. I've been so intentional about it. And this time I just don't have, I don't have enough emotional skin in the game sure. to make a fuss about it. Right. So I'm just like, look, it's a Thursday, they're cooking, I'm gonna have family from out of town. If it were any other holiday, I wouldn't protest, I wouldn't like be making a big deal, I would just show up for the meal, right? Right. right. I feel like I can do this okay by um, paying attention to what's needed by the people there. In other words, going into it with a service mindset, going mm -hmm. into it with um, an idea of being there for them without in any way violating my own integrity or my own spiritual needs. So like, it would be like for you, say, going to your friend's wedding who practices a religion that you don't really partake in, but you want to celebrate your friends and your family. Sure, okay. that's a good metaphor. I, in the past, it would have felt like a violation to my own energetic needs and my own spiritual needs to go and sit in fellowship with those people because I didn't have enough um, uh, uh, cellular wall thickness in my boundaries. Sure. Does that make sense? There was, there was too much overlap of another energy for yours to be supported? Um... There was a lot of conflict in the family unit generally during that season. Sure. And so the idea of trying to be in communion or fellowship with, with people that were in conflict, yeah. it was just, I, it's something that I couldn't bear in my flesh. Right. And so I wasn't called to. So now that I'm in a more stable, functional, And let's just well say state, how amazing your stable, functional state is and... and it's nice. What a beautiful it's nice. What a beautiful miracle that is. It's nice. What haven't you been through? And the fact that you're alive and here talking to us. That's just, the whole point. Not the just whole point a cancer is that I'm survivor. still here and they're still here. And so that's why I'm going. It's right. because I'm still here and they're still here. We just lost my uncle Randy. Yeah. So that kind of like changes how you are with people when they're in a tender grief space. You want to sure. kind of be like a little bit extra supportive and right. leaning into that. And so. you might be a little more emotionally open to accept divergent ideas in, in that kind of season. Yeah, I mean, I, I can hope for that, I guess. Sure, well, I'd like isn't to. that what everyone's awakening has been about, where something 
immutable crosses your path. Yeah. Can't go over it, can't go under it, can't go around it. Gotta go through it! Gotta go through it. And this is... <laughs> <laughs> and the wave comes, you gotta decide, are you going under, over? If you, you gotta choose one, if you don't, then... You're riding. Then you, the wave chooses for you, and mmm, that's not always fun. Yeah, that can be, that can be a wipeout. Mm. But then when you get wiped out, you also can see very clearly all the pieces. Mm -hmm. That's the value of the wipeout. Yeah. Wipe, wipeouts clear the silt, that's for sure. Do. What are you reaching for? Um, these are jacaranda pods. They're seed pods from my jacaranda tree. I appreciate them for altar work as a wind element, as tree medicine, as divine timing, as um, architecture and sculpture. And that totally has like a fucking face in it. Dude, look at that one. Okay, let's get a picture. Look at it. Like to hold it in certain light and shadow, you'll see the face. You see it? fucking like ooh, man of the moon so yeah the jacaranda and i are in communion and fellowship and have been for quite a while so these are pods i gleaned from a storm washed them and prepared them for altar usage the main thing is there's a big pile of nonsense and bullshit by my fireplace right that's not nonsense and, and bullshit this but is all ceremonial stuff you first use pass, first, i'm saying first pass when people look at it Judgment. it appears yeah. right sure. the appearance is a pile of random items in various containers stacked somewhat haphazardly and so there is no perceived order or reason to it and yet right. i know now why they were all left here and not you know put away tidied away you know tucked away you weren't done playing it was here for a reason. Right. And the reason is... The season. Tis the season for my reason. What's our moon called? We're leaving Morteros moon and we're beckoning, bringing in, calling in our um, chimera moon. Chimera. What's a chimera? A chimera is a being that's two things mushed into one. Like two a two-spirit. Like a two-spirit. It's a twin that didn't divide or two beings that mushed together. It's like, uh... It's well, like the apple. What, uh, what's the best? Like, it's I mean, a three a, end of If one. you see a cat that has a green eye and a blue eye, they're probably a chimera. Really? Like heterochromia kind of... I mean, not always, but yeah, I mean, just basically there's DNA writing the paths of all your cells. Yes. And not all of those cells belong to one particular being. Some cells belong to another being. I mean, I have a hard time describing a generality without using a specific example. Sure. Um, the specific example that's translatable in human experiencing, I can tell you is somewhat... <laughs> distressful to hear as a parent because there was this woman who was uh stuck with some legal trouble because um she was being accused of of defrauding the government right. for welfare benefits of some sort because her paternity tests would not affirm the parentage of her children. But the problem was it wasn't denying the paternal parentage. It was denying the maternal parentage. And how so, could that possibly be? Um, how could it possibly be? They weren't sure. She had multiple children and they all exhibited this issue of having the dad's DNA but not having hers. And so they thought that there was some lady with a bunch of kids, like, pretending to be their mom, like, giving them the babies. I don't know what the government thought they were trying. It was basically nonsense. It's like when science and nature confound the little tick boxes that the Vogons give us, it just breaks the system down completely. Right. right. They had no excuse. So this woman 
was dealing with this issue and she happened to get pregnant again from the same dad the same you know because they're still together you know they're like they're the family wow and the 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 family law judge literally assigned someone to stand in the delivery room when she's fucking giving birth to watch the baby come out of her. Why? So that they could test the DNA on the baby. And they could know And like literally sure. they need to watch it come out of her and then test it to believe that she was this thing. And the fact is her ovaries were from one baby, one embryo, and other parts of her body were from another. And so when they would draw her blood, it would say, you're Juliet. And when she would make a baby, it would be your Suzanne. Wow. And this is a real life human. And so it happens all the time that we don't know about it because nobody had the science to check or know or observe. But now that we're observing, we're seeing that our stories are way more complicated so her than absor- boy meets girl. So when she was in utero, she absorbed her twin and her twins, her twin took over it's the It's not ovaries? so much an absorb. It's not just an absorb. It's not an absorption. I mean, it can be if you think of like in terms of what's called conjoined twins. Right, it right, used to be known as right. Siamese twins. Right. That term is not used medically anymore. But right. the idea of conjoined twins, sure, on an almost imperceptible visual level, right. it could be that phenomenon. But a chimera is something different than that. It's like at that very early stage before the cells have decided to start dividing two units come together and so it's more like a scrambling and so you'll have like patches of skin that are one color and patches of skin that are another it's not just like camping out in certain so you mean like when we would take when we were children we would take old crayons and we would melt them together and have this like shave them up and then iron them with wax paper Yeah. yeah like if you look at um especially like uh you can see it in uh, people that have albinism, yeah. how it's kind of like chock-a-block in their yeah, skin or whatever. Sometimes is. those expressions don't activate in all of the genetic code. Right. It only activates in portions of the code. So like, like they might have a streak of albinism through their head or their hair right. or like a blanching in one eye but not the other. Right. So like these features happen all the time in nature, but we don't moralize them or judge them or critique them. The, the the being is judged on its own survivability within its own experience. Right. The fact that it exists means it's okay. It exists. Yeah. It's, it, it exists. And so, like, I'm this here. whole idea that, like, this spectrum doesn't exist within humanity is absurd and ridiculous. Okay, like, well, let's bring this thought logic back to our moon. Yeah. How? How? Ooh. So we can look at this moon and this ceremony as the cosmic swirl of all the pieces of us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the kaleidoscopic experience, all, all being okay in the one, some kind of... If it exists, it's brilliant. It's supposed to. Right. Honor it as it exists. Like my white shirt. Like your white shirt. No need to stain it to prove a thing. We can Brilliant. honor it by where I'm mixing the, the, the lighter colored salts. I mm. don't have to touch the charcoal. Yeah. Touch it, touch it, touch it. While I'm sitting right You touch the it. butt. <laughs> I just always think of Nemo. Whenever somebody says anything about touching something that they ought not to touch, I just think of Nemo touching the boat. Touching the boat. <laughs> yeah, you touched the butt. I always think of my pinky extended <laughs> and hovering quietly. I yeah. want to touch it. Touch it. Anyways. Yeah. Touch the boat. All right. So we have on our rainbow altar cloth. What kind of flowers are these? They're the remnants from the table decorations at Love and Autism, another huge ceremony for my community that I participated in this year. Tell us about Love and Autism. Love and Autism is a local San Diego conference that is of an international quality and standard. Mm -hmm. It is here in San Diego. Yeah. And they are 
part of the paradigm shift of how of how we feel about one another um, in that diversity of expression. Do we have space for the other? Do we have space for people that are different, for systems that work right. differently? And it's been my experience that this group of people is making room for that. They're doing the work of that shift. I've watched the people at the conference grow and evolve year after year. The invitees and the speakers and the gathering, you know, people gathering there to learn, all of them collectively, collectively have been evolving and growing. So I'm very proud of it. It's um, a creation of a woman named Jenny Palmiato. She runs the Family Guidance and Therapy Center where my son, um, we receive family therapy for my son called uh, Relationship Development Intervention. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend it for anyone, period. It's a great model of therapy. But in particular, if you're struggling with anxiety, with PTSD, with mood, um, mood issues, anything that disrupts your relational that sounds Flow. like a wonderful class. I think I'd like to take that too. It's a it's a therapy. Okay. It's a it's a relational. I'd like to learn ther- that yeah. therapy. It's called relationship development intervention. R D I. You can read about it online. That's what the R D I means. That's relationship what the... development. Oh, yes. Yes, you've heard of this. I'm taking it. Yeah. Well, so. yeah, we've been in the autism community for a long time too. Yeah. So this is drought medicine, and this is wildfire medicine, and. This is salvage from the remnant. This is international love and care. This is honoring what is. This is saving what remains. This is mitigation. This is transmutation. This is digestion. This is compost. This is all the things that Cintolo does best. This and is it's pink and plum and the colors. And then you want to talk about more remnant? This is really old ceremony. This is from one of my very first ceremonies. What was that about? That is the top of two shamans' Christmas trees. Ooh. Remember that magic pine medicine that yes. we made? That stuff that healed us so much and saved so many lives. Is this the Christmas tree? The Christmas trees. Oh my gosh. These Christmas trees, these Christmas trees. I'm adding it into the juniper and the rosemary. Is one of these trees one of my them was yours tree? and one of them was mine. Oh See? my gosh. One was yours we and one was really mine. We had a really cool thing happen with our Christmas tree and it was a cut tree which normally I'm not into. However, I acquiesced that year. We did a cut <laughs> and I have an issue with follow-through. I'm going to admit that right now. (laughs) I was cleaning up Christmas, and we have sliding glass doors that lead onto a deck. Did you just drop the tree over the railing, Juliet? No, my love. Okay. (laughs) I dragged it outside in its tree holder, and I left it there with no water, just just on the second floor outside looking in our window every day wishing it was back inside I imagined but no what tree wants to be inside it's ridiculous so it was out there for a few months I'm going to say we may have been in April May thereabouts when I had a very special guest come over two special guests they are Thai Buddhist monk and they came to check out my garden to see what they could see spiritually and it was my dear friend Sumchat who pointed out that my Christmas tree had grown (laughs) Lazarus tree without water wanted to ask. It's drought season. Hi. That was a year of drought. California drought season. Yeah. We do dry like no other. Mm-hmm. Just try this week. Try go, rolling. Go big or go home. Hello, right? Southern California. Have you rolled over in bed in the dark and seen sparks? Yeah. It's dry. No heaters on. It is just the air. So dry. I've brought in clothes from the clothesline and been shocked as I fold them. 
because the air is so dry outside. So in this year of a Christmas tree, not only having enough moisture to stay, stay supple, but we had a regrowth of mm, six, seven, eight inches. It that was, was amazing. It was, we, we all just kind of walked around it and thought, oh, I guess you're not trash. <laughs> your treasure. Your treasure. And I didn't know what to do with the tree, so I brought it to my shaman. I said, there's something special about this. I think this needs to be with you. So this is what's been crumbled before me. <laughs> well, my own medicine. Yeah. Thank you, shaman. Aww. It's an honorific. You. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, I'm so pleased to be part of medicine with you, part of ceremony with you. Why these are being so cantankerous? So, well, Hannah has been talking. What you don't get to see is is the elaborate laying down and altar work that she's setting up. To take it in through the eyes is it. What can I compare this to? In our area, many people are honored in a ceremony called Day of the Dead. <clears throat> and there, there's large altars with flowers and images and aspects of nature to honor a dead loved one. And, um, well, I don't think we have any photographs of anyone on this altar, not that I see. Yes, darling, look around, look up. Oh, your whole room. Yeah, the whole oh, room where, is where all my ancestors all and right. altars. Like this whole thing, this whole room is an ofrenda. I mean, That's, this is true. This, this whole is room true. is an ofrenda. Well, when you hang with the shaman, life, life is an offering, right? Right. Everything ceremony for you. Right. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I'm sorry. I I shouldn't. I probably ought not to use the term ofrenda. Honestly, it's a bit appropriative of me because it's not my native language, um, and I'm not Catholic. Well, so. I was the one who used it. No, but yeah. I, I said ofrenda specifically. You yeah. were just talking about an altar day of the dead. And day of, yeah, you used respectful language. Well, and and you were using respectful language. I know. As I'm well. just tuning my own language. You know, I'm always tuning my own language as best I can. You spoke honor in the words. Yeah. Now, what is inside of this carton? There's just my um, ceremonial rocks. crystals. Or yeah. just uh, I keep them in an egg carton just because they seem orderly that way. Oh, that's beautiful. So. What a lovely care. And it's, and it's a see-through egg holder with yeah. oodles of crystals. And then another jar with oh. oodles of crystals. So and a silver tray. Yeah, that's for you. Because I want you to build some sort of a mandala okay. with what's there and just... Any of it, all of it, yum. So, of it, so my part in this ceremony, other than taking mm -hmm. photographs and recording documentation, is to take the crystals and what am I to do again? Lay a mandala. All right. Just arrange as you like. It's just your plate. It's literally just a tray and like uh, just anything that moves is... It's fine. You okay. can move things out of the way if you feel like they ought to be. This is your altar space, too. Thank you. Um, mm. It's a blessing of the items and then a calling in of elements and tools. And what I've done is I've basically gathered all the different grinding, grading, pounding tools that I have. And I'm going to use them in varying degrees. Some I may only grind up a tiny amount of something literally ceremoniously yes. symbol symbolically right but that fractals out into the fact that as if i had done the whole thing using that tool or element right. because that's just how things work any way you do anything is the same way you do everything so anything that happens anywhere happens everywhere any medicine for me is medicine for you any prayer for this is prayer for that that's how i work mm -hmm. so basically Cast your prayer onto this altar and it will be agreed to. Anything that you want to put onto this, it will be a very powerful um, portal to tap into because energetically it's chiefly a prayer of mitigation for the wildfire season. 
So oh, thank you. Its chief element is that, and there are other elements, private and public, that are in play. But the chief focus is a prayer of mitigation ongoing for the wildfire season. Okay, so sure. that's what this is, and I don't know how much more English I'll have at this point. But I am going to go out. I and feel get you the going into ceremony other, right um, now. Yeah, I'm going to go get the other stuff, and I think uh, I think it's this. You know what? We need to call the rain. And you build that, and I'm going to do this. All right. And listener, you can take this as your own meditation time. Yeah, breathe into agreement. Send your burdens to Naniwaya. Those knees. Ha ha. Okay, I'm gonna take a couple of these big rock salts from the box that captured my birthing remnant and sacred blood medicine, and I'm grinding it in with this little bit of that pink and white salt blend that we described for you earlier, and I'm gonna grind it. I'm gonna grind it on this salt block and I'm using, oh my God, am I really gonna do this, Juliet? Breathe it. Hmm. Breathe through it. <laughs> I'm grinding it using a Labradorite, you guys. A gem quality <gasps> cabochon of Labradorite. Oh my gosh, I know how you feel about that piece. <sighs> that would be the equivalent of a fine lady taking her diamond ring and just grinding the fuck out of it. All right, <laughs> I'm watching. It's tool, it's mes medicine. We need to take a photo of this, because that's a little... Because this can be adhered. This is practical, yeah. this isn't destruction. It looks violent, it looks aggressive, but I can tell you it's not. It's shaping this vessel to be applied onto metal. Okay, that's all that's happening here that and I'm making some some really good bath salts so win-win guys win-win there's nothing aggressive or violent about this at all mortar medicine is magical medicine because it looks so destructive but it's so healing
It's so healing, guys. So healing. Oh boy. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh my God, I can see more rainbows now. <laughs> Just it's when you more, think the, the most hazardous thing you could do. It's more sparkly on the bottom now. It actually brought up some more shine. Well, you tumbled it through crystals. Yeah. But still, I mean, that's an impulse. That's what it is to trust spirit, to do something that you know, intense with such a sacred item, I must trust spirit to do something like that, right? Oh, yeah. I must trust spirit to do something like that. Whew, I got the shivers now. That's good. But look, this is going...
can live. 